Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Well, I forgot to say, uh, <laughs> patrons, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, that's embarrassing. This is literally the day the thousandth episode's coming out, so that's why I'm laughing so much. Because, uh, pretty funny, I made that error and, and went straight into the opening without the uh, pre-opening. Gotta get out, can't open a can without getting the can, can't open a can with a can opener until you get the can opener out, Scoots. Put that on a pillow. Thanks, patron papes. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind you're thinking about. So thoughts about the past, the present, the future, the room, your blankets. These are thoughts I had last night. Uh, So thoughts, feelings, anything you're feeling emotionally that's coming up for you. Like feelings about thoughts, it could be feelings about the, you know, they could just be there. It could be physical sensations, it could be changes in time, temperature, routine, other stuff going on, a lot of stuff, uh, and I know, you know, situational stuff, stuff that doesn't feel situational, that's, that's like, somebody had to, even though, I like, some people have to remind me of that stuff, because sometimes when you tell people that, it doesn't feel true, even when I'm saying it now, they say, okay, that's, like, this, like, uh, so here's something that only makes sense in the past. This too shall pass. Only makes sense in the past. You know what I mean? You know, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you say, Scooch, you're right about that. Uh, and, and it's one of those things that uh, really just give me the advice in the past. I mean, I need it all the time. But uh, you say, uh you you would only be thankful for it in the past too. You say, okay, after it passed, I, I said, huh, yeah, you're right. Uh, so, oh, where was I? Oh, this is a sleep podcast here to put you to sleep. It's full of advice that could be called trite or quaint. It could not be called quaint. My brain just said, but uh, anyway, it's a podcast. It's here to to take your mind off stuff and put you to sleep. What I propose to do is, uh, yeah, I'm trying to create this safe place. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to say safe place. Then I'm going to send my voice. Like, that's just to invite you in and say, hey. But then I move away from it because I want you to have your own space. Sometimes I forget to say that. But in my mind, I I back away. First, I do a poof. Smooth it. I pat it. I rub it down. Then when I say safe place, I do kind of a poofy move with my hand and then a like a presentation move. Well, there's your safe place. I'm walking away. Luckily, I have uh, like I do it in a, pa- a, a clear pathway that I know is cl- that I cleared ahead of time or it was on my to do list. Clear the pathway from the safe place that you're going to walk backwards away from. And then you say, okay, now it feels more safe. No, no offense to you, Scoops, but I want to, you know, like check out the place and get comfortable. I say, exactly. Then I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. You've witnessed both of those. Means I'm going to get mixed up. I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to talk a lot of nonsense. All of it to keep you company. And take your mind off of stuff so you could fall asleep. And that's the most important thing. So you can fall asleep. Now, this podcast does not work for everybody, but give it a few tries and see if it does. That's what most listeners say. It's like, hey, at first I didn't get it or it got on my nerves or I didn't like it or I was wondering where it was going. And then on the second and third try, I realized, oh, it's more of like a passive boat ride through a where you say, well, this right, yeah, this is interesting. This is not bad. So, 
uh, oh, what was my point? Oh, you. So the reason the show exists is to help you fall asleep because your sleep is important. You getting the sleep you deserve is the most important thing. Whether this show works for you not or not, there's other sleep podcasts you can check out. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. But uh, the whole idea is that, uh, like, if you get the sleep you need, if bedtime becomes something that is less dreadful and more, like, neutral or maybe positive, and then you say, well, I'm getting some more rest. I feel more relaxed. At least, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel more neutral about bedtime. And then you start to get the rest you need that you deserve your world's going to be a little bit more manageable and ideally a better place to be in. And that means that's true for our whole world. It really is true. So that's important to me to live in a, the the fact that I like, well, this is the other side of it is I know how it feels. So the fact that I could be a part of maybe you feeling a little bit better about the world you're in because I've been in a world that's similar, dreading bedtime, wonder, you know, uncertainty, frustration, loneliness, uh, a lot of other things. Like if I can help you with that, that's important to me because I know how it feels and I know it will make the world a better place to be in. Uh, even if it's a tiny bit, you say, well, if if you feel neutral about bedtime going from how I feel about it sometimes, even if it's like that, I guess it is like that baseball sport, right? Like, I, I mean, I can strike out and, you know, I don't think I'd be, well, I did. I wouldn't even swing the bat most of the time, to be honest. I never talked about my little league days because they really are, uh, what is, what is, is there a word for a combination of humiliation and emasculation and, uh, like, uh, because, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, this, I'm empowered by it now, but, uh, I don't even think I would really swing the bat, uh, just because, you know, I, I was, you know, I was like, uh, I was worried. Uh, I was very concerned and, and, uh, so, but, uh, now I swing the bat, I guess, to put you to sleep. But, but even if it doesn't work, even if it just makes things neutral 33% of the time, that's like one of the better people in baseball. Or the best, I think, if you're over 300. So, yeah, you say, wow, you got, you really, uh, I'd say, yes, uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm looking to make your bedtime neutral one-third of the time. And and then it really, but we're all laughing because you say, well, that would be, actually, thinking about it, that would be pretty good. Because you only work, like, uh, we'd be halfway, I don't know, I don't know what a third of seven is, two, four, six. Definitely over two, like 2.3. So then we're almost, you know, don't, we're almost, to thir- you know, we're almost halfway through the week and we can build from there. So that's why I make the show. Uh, let's see, other things you need to know if you're new. This podcast does not really put you to sleep. It's here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bud, your boar bestie. If you're, you know, if you live in the coastal region, you're Borbara. And um, so I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Even if you can't sleep, I'm here to keep you company. If if you can't sleep or you need a break during the day or you just want to lie there and listen, I'm here to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. That is my calling. Also, the podcast uh, is not really to, for listening. You can listen to it. Now, th- there are people that listen to it, but it's more of a podcast to be there that where you can listen to it. You could listen to it. Instead of a should, it's a could. You say, I could listen to Scoots, but I don't really need to. Or I kind of barely listen to them sometimes. I listen sometimes. Other times, I'm not listening. I mean, that's how my listening is 99, like a six foot, you know. Uh, most of the time anyway, you say, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, oh, yeah. Wait, what did you say? Okay, Uh, I got the important part. You're frustrated with my listening. So, uh, so, what was my point? Oh, you don't really listen to it. Just kind of, some people barely pay attention, and some people listen, or some people turn it down to a mumble. So just kind of see how it goes at first. But if you're kind of waiting for the show to start or to get to the point or to get to a bedtime story or to get to something sensible, 
or f- familiar, I guess, because we this show's very different than most stuff. Kind of just go along for the journey, because this is a podcast that's always going and never gets started. I'm going nowhere, slow, <laughs> going nowhere fast and slow, but I'm always always going nowhere. That's it. There you go. There's a new tagline for the show. Always going nowhere. Always going nowhere. That's uh, somebody remind me then. So, what else do you need? Oh, structure the show can really throw new listeners off and can be a natural source of frustration. So, I want to talk about that. And it's understandable, especially if you're new. And then once you get settled into the show, then you can kind of start to make adjustments. But the show, you know, it goes out to a couple hundred thousand people. So, uh, it's kind of, the show's designed in a certain way, but it is, you can make changes. But the majority of people use the show this way. That doesn't mean there's a wrong or right way to use the podcast. And it just kind of fits with the mission of the show. So the show starts off with a greeting. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, can openers everywhere so that you feel welcome and seen. That's the start of trying to, like, win over your skeptic or whatever. Then there's support for listeners because, like I said, you're important. So there's support if you're having a tough time right now. There's support for communities that the show exists in around the world and that I live in and that we all live in. Uh, Then there's support for the podcast. That goes with the goal of the show being coming out twice a week for free so that paying for the show is 100% optional. And sponsor support and listener support makes that possible. Then there's the intro. So there's like uh, sponsor stuff. Then there's the intro. The intro goes on for about 12 to 20 minutes of me rambling to introduce a show, but it's different every time. So you can't quite adjust to it or whatever parts you keep you awake. They like it's new every time, but it's also familiar. And it's around 12 to 20 minutes because for most listeners, it eases you into bedtime. It's part of your bedtime routine or your future bedtime routine. Whether you're listening while you're getting ready for bed, you're doing something in your bedroom, or you're in bed getting comfortable. I've learned for me that uh, I have to plan that in for how much sleep I want to get is, is a wind down I don't know. I don't know if it's wiggle room. Maybe wiggle your toes, though. If you, or wait, you could wiggle in bed. It could be a wiggle time, just like a landing strip, uh, so, like so, like the bedtime version of dusk, sun setting. Now there are people that fall asleep during the intro, and they look so lovely sleeping, and we're so happy for them. There's a small percentage of people that skipped ahead to like 20 minutes or something or 30 minutes to kind of listen to the more story stuff or the Great British Bake Off stuff. And there's people on Patreon that listen to story-only episodes, but actually there's probably more people on Patreon that listen to all intro episodes, which is ironic, I guess. So you can kind of adjust as you, like, get get used to the show, I guess is what I'm saying. But for most people, they, they kind of barely listen to the intro while they're doing something else, and then they get in bed and then they start to fall asleep during the, the Great British Bake Off stuff. So that's, so it'll be the intro. Then there's sponsor stuff again. So the show can be free and come out twice a week. And then there's, a, the, there'll be a great, we'll cover an episode of the Great British Bake Off. And, and it won't be familiar. I mean, I guess it could be familiar, but uh, for the most part, it'll be mildly entertaining. You say, okay. How many characters, like this one, a lot of alliteration coverage. And, you know, say, Scoots, I don't think you know what that, and I say, you're right. I don't know what that word means. I have a general misunderstanding of it. I'd say I don't, it's not that I don't know. I just have a, a large area of misunderstanding about it. So that'll be that part. And then... Uh, there's a, some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. You heard why make the show... It's difficult. This is a difficult podcast to love. The the only podcast, if you love it, you'd never hear it. Uh, Sleep with me. But it is just hard. There's no other way to say it. This is a very different podcast. uh, It's weird. And it's kind of for people that like quirky, strange stuff, or you just like calling somebody 
or you feel lonely, I guess. Uh, now, this isn't going to help everybody that feels that way. And, I mean, for a lot of people, they're still in bed with somebody else they care and that cares about them. It's that they need their rest too, right? So I'm just here to keep you company, just like a friend would if if you had a friend. But, you know, your friend would need sleep. So I guess that's the reality. Not all of us have a friend that can talk to us on demand with new material twice a week, but that you could call on five times a week that has hundreds and hundreds of episodes ready to go. So that's where the podcast, that's the gap we fill. So I'm glad you're here to check it out and try it, or thank you so much for coming back again and again and again, all you regular listeners, too. If you're new, give it a few tries, see how it goes. That's all I can ask. Uh, So I'm glad you're here. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. I yearn and I strive to do so. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody, Scoots here. It's time for Great British Bake Off Biscuit Week, Collection 5. Sandy's at a table in a field talking. Another great day of baking ahead. Noel comes running in with a big bag of flour and a wheelbarrow. How'd you get in in there? Self-raising. Then we have the teaser, but let me bust open my notes, too. We got Biscuit Week. Uh, Sandy's sitting with tea. Eleven remain, Noel wheelbarrow, self-raising joke pun, preview stress city, spirits down, Nolan Sandy, he's snacking, I want to look, he looks at the camera, three biscuit based, so we have alliteration one, Prue and Paul, alliteration two, flavor filling or something, alliteration three, devish, devilishly different, Alliteration four, and then Paul thought on this one, equally sized, color, hard and sift all over wrap. Okay, so they're eating snacks. Where does, uh, he's snacking. Did you eat all the biscuits? I thought I would do some eating stuff. Well, you do some speaking stuff. You take the biscuit, she says. That's when he looks at the camera. It's biscuit week. No crumbs left for Sandy. He even eats the crumb. Hands are the empty plates. Okay, so hard and soft all over wrap. Uh, that can't be right. Uh, equally sized colored biscuits. But they have to do two 24 sandwich biscuits. Uh, uh, bacon, uh, be, no, pecan and malt. Uh, that's what Liam's working on. Sounds good. 50s love Liam's love of malt. I love malt. Uh, him. In Mermpru, talk about being given uh, malt, uh, so good. Soft snap, that's E4. I put E4, but I think that's already E5. Let's see, one, two, three. Yeah, devilishly different was four. 225 grams. Bite bakes biscuits. Potassio extract via Russia for Julia. Matt and Ned, that's Julia's husband and their dog. I, I, I'll know soon. I don't know. Good question. I'm not sure who's like Matt or Ned. And Ned could be either one. I mean, Sandy Flavors talks about flavors and instant memory. I liked that. Chatting me up. Uh, manage everything and nothing. Stephen talking Rome. I put a note to talk about that. Uh, music and baking. Semolina flour. So we'll have to, right now, Liam's on the screen talking. Cook your biscuit. So will it snap? Uh, soft snap. Uh, they all laugh. I don't know what that means, but they're laughing like it was an innuendo. You. No, no. Okay, Yan is up. Uh, peanut butter banana. Uh, her wife's after Zumba snack. Uh, caster sugar for a rise and fall. Bingo wings, question mark. I don't know what that means. Start chilling. Steam Jones and Tone. Shalpel. One hand piping. Okay, the dog is Ned. I just confirmed. Uh, James Accuracy. Holly and Ethan. Viennese Whirl. 
base of biscuits. Uh, that's, I guess, that's another alliteration I didn't even notice. And peanut butter banana, butter banana, kenai, tom, something in amaretto, uh, flow filling. That's E6, but way more. Raspberry gin, gin jam. That might be my, the alliteration of the episode, gin jam. Okay, Stephen's talking about Rome. Coffee and an Amoretti biscuit. Uh, warm Sunday morning, bells tolling, incredibly romantic. Stephen loves to listen to music, but I'm not sure what he's listening to. I think electronic. Okay, so I'll let that run. Uh, base of biscuits. Oh, yeah, gin jam was my favorite. Bit of booze. There's so much alliteration, I can't even keep track. Uh, Noel has a bunch of jokes about how gin makes him weepy, which is funny. Looking at pictures from Yan's wedding uh, right now on the screen. Banana cream filling. Scientific tricks up her sleeve. Chris is talking high season whiskey. Spandex, no help. Uh, or maybe he says, Sandy, are you going to help me? Sophie talking. Bond. Oh, Sophie sounds like she was teaching. She was teaching skiing. And I was like, to like, bond, like, uh, like, it sounded like she was training people to be in a Bond movie. So I put teaching Bond villains to ski. Not exactly. Lemon, lemon cream. Is that true? Right now, James and Tom are piping. Two pipers pipe, two bakers piping, uh, chilling your dough, won't ooze out, I liked that. Stacy, marshmallow fluff, edible, glitter, tastes the bling. Paul and Stacy do not get along, or she's just not having Paul's, like, uh, kind of aggressive passive aggressive behavior so she's 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 really assertive she's like like uh and she doesn't i don't think i think she actively doesn't appreciate his uh little games so and i don't know if that's the best approach or not i just like it uh rods dowling his guide Weight you gravity sconce. Uh, Liam uses a ruler. So this is everybody's doing different piping or measuring So because their biscuits have to be the same size. Love a lot of biscuit. Right now Tom's working on coffee and amaretto kisses. Uh, amaretto buttercream chocolate ganache. Kate and Flo have molds or, or um, what we would call a cookie cutter. But that they've self-designed or chosen. Uh, Flo's working on her filling, raspberry, raspberries and raspberry gin. Gin jam, there you go. Gin jam, like, uh, hers look like slices of bread biscuits. Uh, reading furniture, refurnishing furniture. Then something I can't read, Francely with family. I don't know. We'll get there. Run, co- rum, coconut, pineapple, a pirate's biscuit. Relative. This is Kate, uh, or some of it's Kate. Well, Chris is actually weighing his whiskey, though, at least. He's, uh, he has a passion for the high seas. Okay. Blank, baking time and stress. I'm over. Only one oven. Uh, stress counting in Russian. Rotating Liam all start to rush. Stress music. Julia, horse sand that I too. <laughs> Assembly. Oh, oh she knows. She, that's correct. Horse sound. She makes a sound with her mouth that I do when I'm stressed uh, or when I'm like trying to like, uh, and I've never done it on the podcast because it's, but it sounds like a horse when like they like just let out air and their lips kind of make a noise. And I guess this is an aside moment because so this one time I was playing at someone's, someone had like one of those poker parties back when the poker craze was big and or poker tournament, multi-table tournament. Wasn't that expensive, but it was like expensive enough, uh, I don't know, 20 or 50 bucks to buy, to play. And, you know, I'm not very good at poker, but at the time, like, I was reasonably okay. 
And so I'd got to the final table, like they say, and we took a break either halfway through the final table or during it. And I, and, and there was one person that had like the most, uh, money and they were also kind of like the biggest personality, but they were also like, uh, they were like a little bit like, uh, they, they played more by the seat of their pants, I would say, and by their personality than by like a specific strategy other than that. Not that, 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 well, I mean, that's just something you can work with. So, but they're also like, uh, one of those people that's like not always nice, but kind of in a harmless way because you can tell they feel like they're doing it because they feel. So I was in the bathroom in front of them. And I was trying to get myself ready for this last round of like the last table because that's when you, because I was like a little, I was more than a little bit behind, but I wasn't like I was in an okay place. And I made that horse sound and they were listening into the bathroom and they thought I was sick to my stomach. So they like went and told everybody at the table and, and actually, but there was like so much else going on and I heard them kind of do it. Uh, it didn't really bother me because I was like, who would do that one? Cause this is like, we're in our thirties. Uh, and then two, oh, well, uh, okay. Like, uh, now it's, it's on, uh, uh, so, so I don't know. Whenever I think of that horse sound, I just think of that moment. It always brings me back, but I still do it. So anyway, uh, Julia horse sound, piping bags, Sandy tastes like chocolate flow done early. No, not good, probably. Oh, here's cakes, coconut shells. Oh, Titanic afternoon tea. So that's probably what I was trying to remember is that Kate had a family member in the Titanic uh, in the engine room. She researched recipes, uh, and these were actually served coconut sandwich biscuits were. So, and they said, wow, you're in her relative... uh, like, uh, w- w- was like, like, w- was with us, did not big farm. So, I think that's what I was trying to note there. Okay, Sandy's cheering them on. Makeup. Oh, then they talk about this glitter that with, uh, um, uh, like Paul just can't get over it. And, and, uh, so Noel's like, why don't we make up Paul like, uh, David Bowie with glitter? Then Steven's kind of getting some help from everyone. If I can't, well, I'm not sure. Uh, Tom, or no, no, I, oh, I did put no, Tom's getting help from everyone. And Tom's still trying to finish. And Sandy's like, put everything down more than once. Uh, there's a lot of size or shires. And then other things, Liam and Flo input true. I don't know what that means. And then eventually judging will come up on the screen, but we'll get a little bit ahead of it. Uh, starts with Liam, uh, I think, because uh, I can't read my handwriting, but uniform, tick, 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 all the things, squishy, very interesting kick, good, two, something. And so Paul says, see me, like he's a teacher or something, too chewy or too something, ch. Then James goes almost uh, there, something delicious, quality, something else, fantastic, I think. Uh, then close, uh, close. Uh, I don't see anyone that has a name with a C- clues is what my handwriting looks like. Rich, bitter, too much. Yan. Uh, even filling is set. Fantastic. Perfect. Uh, then flow, little squishy biscuit, hard, no gin flavor, unflavored or something. I don't know. Not good. Basically. Steven love the cherry middle impal sizes, uh, bit plural. Like I said, sometimes me, Kate icing, Dovedly, tough, but flavor good. I think our icing is probably lovely, is what they say. Stacy, look amazing, neatly filled, taste goods, clear, well done. Sandy's eating chocolate, whiskey chocolate now, and saying how good it is. Uh, and Chris is trying to be like flirtatious, uh, 
Julie Jello Jiggler. So hers are Julia. No, sorry, Julia. Hers are Jiggler, Jiggly, Scruffy, Too Much, Moist Font, uh, More Yeast. Probably none of that. Is, I mean, it was definitely Jiggly. They are having fun with that. Uh, Scop- Sophie, okay. It looks like Sculpon. My handwriting, 24, identical. Look, uh, remarkable, delicious, uh, like the citrus and uh, Waldorf. Yeah, Tom, size is good. Triumph, uh, Sandy, not happy with Tom's behavior. Then we go to the talking heads. Tom and Stacy are happy. Put glitter on face, stress, Liam, and someone else. Uh, yeah, we'll see the judging. In a second, we'll go to that. Uh, but then they go back to the tent. Uh, Paul, don't fold off. We pop. Uh, do fortune cookie. Must uh, have for something. Double bake. Lots of hand holding. Faff. Too much of faff. I don't know what faff is. Almond and orange. Stacy says that. Table talk two or three at a time. Liam and Liam's complimenting Flo's cookies, uh, or biscuits, I guess, sorry, biscuits, uh, judgment time, signature, signature sandwich biscuits, uh, so Liam's up first, I want to have these malted pecan shorties, tick, 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 uh, so what was the thing, I said, let's have a look, Paul Bites, uh, a bit squishy, he's uh, crumbling, Actually, a lot happening here. Rose like, uh, this has got a kick. I like it, uh, but this is a meal. Too chunky. Oh, that's what it says. And then Paul says, see me. Everybody laughs. He laughs. James, rhubarb, and custard whirls. Uh, They're 24 identical. Very delicious. Uh, Vanilla. Getting the rhubarb, which is lovely, Prue says. Get the custard, but the vanilla quality biscuits, fantastic. He exhales. Chris, chocolate chia seed biscuits. Rich, bitter chocolate. Whiskey is too strong. He thought, so he tends to cut people off with complimenting himself, and then it backfires. Ian, Miss Marion's P, B, and B biscuits. Perfectly even, bit oozy, no denying banana and peanut. Uh, if the filling would have set, it would have been a fantastic biscuit. Flows, gin jam, boot, booty, buddies or something. Squashy. Biscuits hard. With too, worked it too much, no gin. Could have been wonderful, the jam's nice. Stevens biscuits, uh, quite chewy middle, crisp on the outside. Love it. Uh, irregular sizes, though, Paul says. Uh, flavors and texture of almond and coffee together. Chewiness and a bite perfect. Then Kate, oh, she's got a nice, uh, icing's dodgy. Oh, yeah, they say it's dodgy. Tough, uh, it's offering me a fight. It's too tough. A story of two halves. Pineapples there, yum. Then red Stacy sparkly fluffs uh, look amazing. Thank you. Consistently, neatly filled. Bit concerned about the glitter. Paul bites it, puts it down. Tastes great. Crispy on the outside, cookie like on the inside. Marshmallow set beautifully, so when you bite in, it doesn't pour out. Backed with the fluff. Uh, Got to be careful not to be too sweet. Sandwich biscuit ticked all the boxes. Thank you. Then Julia's dancing biscuits because they kind of have like a jello jiggler. They all laugh, boing. They all, yeah, laughing. Bit scruffy though. Very different, but everything's a bit strong. Too much, Bruce says. Uh, not particularly pleasant, but daring of you. And most fun, jiggling it, uh, Sandy says. Then we're at Sophie's, oh, Lemon Lemon Cello. 24 identical biscuits. You succeeded. Look incredible. Clean lines. Uh, 
two sides, all bites, a bit of drippage. It's delicious. Thank you. You can really taste the limoncello. Beautiful flavor. Beautifully cooked. Tarts. What's not to like? Wonderful. Thank you. And we go to Tom's. Uh, like the size. The bake looks good. Tell us about the filling chocolate ganache on two sides and then coffee and amaretto. Uh, biscuit dough a triumph, Bruce says. Uh, thank you. Never mind about running out of time. Sandy says, just move on, Tom. Like, you're, like so he, I don't think he actually got it done, but they gave him a little wiggle. He says he feels good. He's happy. Stacy's happy. She needed a boost. And uh, so, so uh, now I'm getting everybody mixed up. Uh, Julie's a little stressed. Uh, Liam's stressed. Uh, because he's constantly getting this feedback, and he's kind of getting treated like a kid. Uh, he doesn't say that, but I'm saying it on his behalf. Uh, but he says, i got to put these two things together. Then we go back to the tent. Where are we at here? Two or three at a time. Oh, my notes. Short, short time to shape snap. Uh, oh, this is Paul saying everything. Don't fold under pressure. And Sandy says, off you two pop. Uh, 12 fortune cookies, right, we got to do 12, uh, Bruce got a glass rule, right, 12 uh, things, quite punchy, really make it out, mixer versus hand mixer, and uh, Noel says, I'm sure you all got mad skills on your market, set, bake, uh, but everybody's here, what the heck, two circles, smooth it, pat it down, say safe place, three minutes in the oven, that's how long, Yan- oh, Yan's doing five, sit and monitor, Padre the seal, hard to shape, uh, okay, so shaping these was like uh, shape and math, and nuzzle, the ones who got it make it look easy. So it is technical, like Paul's telling Brew right now, because you got to do time it. You got to time the bake. Uh, you also have to shape them right as they come out, uh, which I still don't understand. I think you just fold it and then you shape it on the rim of a glass. Uh, yeah, you fold it again on the glass. Wouldn't work for me. I mean, that's not my area of expertise. Dexterity, and they got to have a snap. Uh, they show Paul and Prue, you know. One is orange and one is almond flavor. And remember, this is Bruce's first season, so she's like uh, making jokes with Paul about if she'll have a job. Okay, we're make it look easy, but panic. Uh, got hard for fist, got hard fast. Uh, Yan exhales. I already forgot how they did it. Oh, that was my own note. I think the first person to do it is the uh, dad character whose name escapes me. Cornish pastry can't do it, but you can't give up. Right now, everybody's going through and looking at uh, how are they going to do it. Hazelnuts uh, flowed down, now laughing. Stacy frustrated. Stacy, they say, Stacy, you got to take advice from your own things. Uh, orange circle, pattern with stick. Uh, Disguise, a haddock on wars, uh, half an hour left, so bad, that's it, ish, ish, uh, last batch, flow is fine, in dipping and nutting, that's and, that's curd, we got an oven monitoring going on now, Liam down, chin up, uh, and then they do the judging, Right now on the show, people are trying to figure out how to fold them. Uh, James, oh, James is the person who figures out how to fold it first that they show. And again, no one knows how to fold them, so it's really hard. If you've made them before, you have a huge advantage. Uh, so number one, they say shape even, crack, almond. Number two, even shape, uh, rubbery, delicious. Number three, not enough color, cracks well, but thick yeah some people are trying to shape the circles uh, but james is like okay fold it and squidge it 
Oh, Sophie's doing it too. And then you put them in something to hold them. Uh, raw batter, number four. Number five, cracked, nice something. Number six, raw, lost its shape. Number seven, pretty good, nice bake. Uh, number eight, better, better factor, rubbery. Number ten, you're gonna no, oh, you're gonna poo candy floss. Uh, that was Sophie's. She has the best uh, things. Not really sealed. Crack is good. Ten. What are these? Uh, this is a right mess. These are flows. Raw, but good almond flavor. Eleven. Pretty baked well. Crispy. No flavor, though. And then we go into the placements. I don't know. Like, uh, let me see if I can figure this out. We got, uh, and first is Yan. Second is Sophie. I don't know. I, I don't see Kate on here. Looks like Julia, Tom, Stephen, Liam, Kate. Oh, there's Kate. Stacy, Flo. So I don't know. There's a couple of people missing. Uh, and right now, yeah, Stacy's frustrated. And Liam's like, what are these? And then we go to the talking head sequence. Um, they got one hour left on the screen, though. And everybody's orange ash and orange essence, orange food coloring. Don't put too much in, though. Uh, this one's going to hurt a little. That does that is that what that says? Dill tart a little sheep. Uh, that's probably the talking. It's cold morning that they arrive at the tent. Some people are taking their jackets off. Uh, showstopper. Sandy's excited about it. So is Noel. Willy Wonka stuff. A biscuit board games. Another more alliteration after I stopped paying attention for a while. Must be able to play the so it's a biscuit board game that you have to be able to play and eat uh, all everything. Three point five hours. Also, at this one, I noticed how good, like the post production voiceover is in mood setting because you have Noel and Sandy's normal, like fun interaction, but like especially Noel's uh, and no, yeah, both of their voiceover like uh, really does add a lot, and it's very soothing and calming like in the midst of the chaos and also how like well the story is told through editing. I mean, that's kind of a key for like reality game shows, uh, uh, really how they build the tension and stuff. Uh, so Paul and Peru, neat, right old blue, got to take good. Three burrows dare. <laughs> Three does done. Oh, yeah, three does done. That's alliteration. Now Liam's on the ground a little down. They're doing the judging. Robust to play with, but texture that is good. And they're doing the judging. Uh, Julia's, uh, they like to crack, keep smiling. I could taste the almond and the orange. Uh, Steven, a little bit rubbery. No crack, but delicious. Uh, slightly underdone. Kate moving on. No coloring. Cracks well. Break your teeth, though. They're thick. Uh, who's that guy? I don't know. The sailor guy. They spit it out, both of them. Raw batter. Tom. Strong Needs to be stronger. Color. Cracked nicely. Nice flavor. Just need more color. Stacy, quite raw, lost their shape, uh, no snap, they're not baked enough, uh, the father figure, nice break, nice flavor, rather good one, Sophie, look good, beautiful, good little heart, uh, good crack, little rubbery, are we going to say this today, you will mostly poo candy floss, uh, and then Paul says, you will get bored of writing for fortune. So you got to give it to somebody that's funny and willing to do it. Liam, 
not a happy picture, they say. Don't think these are ready. They didn't seal up. Uh, beautiful crack, uh, just not the right shape. Uh, low. What are these? I've made a right mess of this. Is that really fortunate or not? Or did Paul just make it up? The raw almond flavor. Yan, very pretty. Cylindrical shape. Uh, broke very well. Coming through nicely. Crispy, nice flavor. Very good. So, yeah, then they go through in the do the judging as we said so let's get back to the worms and ladders is what sophie's making i've sort of done it before she's doing her board of different like instead of using she's going to make her board uh kind of like chocolate and vanilla squares but she's going to make them instead of frosting them and then flood it with royal icing ignorance is bliss tom is doing the same idea but with uh Carmen butter? Naive, childlike time. Who needs it? What does time even mean? I don't know what carmine butter is. Coppet uh, is a game uh, that, uh, I can't think of the father figure's name, but his wife had, had played as a kid. It looks a bit like the game Trouble we play in the U.S. Uh, Coppentine. I don't know what that means, but they have board game night at that house, and they like the kids like playing it. Oh, competitive because they have two boys. Stacy has a own her own game design called Get to School with a good boy star biscuit. If you get to if you win, breakfast bagel that can't be right. Breakfast uh, something Kate obscure grains of paradise. Uh, it tastes a bit like gin. She's a 90s person, so she wants to play like she's going to make a Jumanji game, Orange Cardamom. Flo is trying to kickstart a recovery, I think. She has a game, uh, Pick My Bones, old Mr. Neverwell, a game where, you know, you play with Adam's apple, water on the knee, $1,000 fee. I love Flo's laugh. Bring it on. Board baked early. Intro over, invite over. Julia is designing the British baking game with ginger and lime. You adventure in bake level. Liam, match Hadaway, had a cookie in a tin. Showstopper gets a hundred playing pieces to operate. I think like some of this is Liam and some of it's Stephen. Little hats, uh, Liam, three sets of game pieces, multi, oh, he's making a multifunctional, uh, loads of pieces, classroom classics, like ch- on a, ch- uh, like a chalkboard, edible chalkboard, uh, lemon, ginger, and honey, because these comforting flavors. Uh, Chris is doing the great, Badando Thor, that's what it looks like, uh, the Great British Sale Off, Dice, Bit Big, it Needs Six Hours. Uh, can you give me six hours? No. Steven has even more pieces. This is intense. Uh, cotton Gingerbread Class, 3D Design. Right now they're showing Tom's Pipes and Ladders. Uh, bit childlike, shall we call it naive? Uh, let's call it naive. Have you nailed your timing? Not at all. Your free spirit, time, who needs it? What is time? It's just a construct. If Bruce says you ran out of time, say, what does time mean? Well, James is a father figure. He's talking about copper right now. Steven's working on a thousand pieces, 90 minutes remaining. Then we get an outside shot. Stuff starts coming out of the oven. People are double checking. Stacy, Liam. Fahrenheit sticky job shop bought fondant as Tom is using, but more than more people were using it. I think Flo is one of the few people that made her own fondant. Liam's working on chalkboard icing pieces, crackage times two. So different people's bakes are cracking. Me bakerize. Stacy, they're doing right now. They're showing Stacy's back to school. Looks tasty. 
Uh, it's going to have freeze-dried strawberries on it, which flows a little concerned about. Uh, Shop-bought, oh, chalkboard icing, pieces, crackage. My, me base broke, Flo says. Uh, all Hera Orge over hours, assembly, rustic color, filling spray, nervous breaths. A lot of breathing. There's always like a breathing segment. Hot sugar, more problems. I mean, tell me about it. This is how I've lived my whole life. Hot sugar, more problems. Cats, Mondays, chest shirts. Uh, Innocent Tom behind Sophie. Sophie behind. There's a little bit of poetry there. Let's see. We got uh, some uh, icing. Oh, this is Kate. Just bear in mind things. Flo's hoping her choice can kickstart her recovery. So that was right. She doesn't do anything easy for an almond biscuit, vanilla biscuit table, colored fondant. Uh, she's making herself uh, borders around it. It'll look just like the game. Music, uh, playful versus neat, five minutes, breath, stress. Uh, so Dutch graceful underneath. Oh my goodness! Uh, time powerful Piper rush. Stomach. Oh, so this at this point when I started looking, everything coming together. Like uh, this is my wheelhouse. Is like iced uh, cookies, biscuits, uh, buttery biscuits. So my stomach was growling. Time is up. Oh. Lots of sad judgment time. And we start with Sophie, biscuit board game. That's a nice alliteration again. Neat, equal dice, love the flavor. It works, crispy or craspy, good job. Uh, then Tom, love the colors, neat, lots of, oh, there's, I just noticed, I started noticing how good the reaction shots were at this point, like building Who's going to come in last? Who's going to come in first? Uh, how are other people relating? How are other people feeling? Uh, but then too soft. Uh, so, uh, far, 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 fast. Drainage of far, far, fast. Uh, let's see. Julia, game mess, uh, biscuits, uh, pelicans taste good. Yan, broken up, uh, lemony guide, rubbery. Liam said he's going to power up. Uh, James, love colors, a bang in the face, a texture's nice, uh, chalon, good, n- nice time. Liam's making his three sets of pieces uh, on the screen. Cocoa icing. That could be another. That could be another undercover name for me, Coco Icing. Like especially if I'm traveling in like north. Should I do that in like uh, tropical regions or northern, like uh, like pole, regions towards the poles? Uh, you could call a hotel. You say, "Hi, I'm trying to reach Coco Icing," and I'd answer the phone. I'd forget. So then I'd say, "Hey, call back again," and then I'll answer. I'd say, "Hey, this is Coco Icing. Can I help you?" Cocoa icing here. Uh, yeah, I'll be da- no, I'll be dancing later under the name uh, Noir Chardonnay. No, now played by Cocoa Icing. Uh, maybe it could be Cocoa Icing for. I had a dog named Coco, but when I say Cocoa Icing, it creates an. You know, a lot of times you say, "Okay, when I think of Cocoa, I think of my old dog Coco." When I think of cocoa icing, I think of to- something, you know, I think of myself uh, well-adjusted. Okay, flow, Mr. Neverwell, look striding, messy, not a lot of deflation surplus, uh, but does the job. Uh, Chris, uh, compose, works, rough and ready, burnt flavors, okay. Kate, messy swamp, not, not getting the grains of paradise, solid. Liam looks unfinished, uh, fantastic, uh, delicious, absolute elation. More decorated something, star of the show. 
And then Knights and Crosses, uh, Liam and Paul play, and Liam lets Paul win. James, help, uh, sorry, exceptional, sublime, masterpiece, great bake, tastes delicious, uh, neat as a pin, well done. Stacy, neat, beautifully done, chewy, raspberry, not much flavor, too much icing, dry as a bone. Then they go to the reaction shots, uh, table talk, which we'll do. Sandy loved this challenge. Chris, Stacy, and Kate are on the, and Flo are on the bottom. Not as clear cuts, uh, but they know who the winner is. Uh, Star Baker, Paul eats Sandy's head, uh, which was part of a game. Thank you. She baked, excused. Dental Stephen. Oh, Star Baker. Sandy has a tough job. So let's see, we'll run through the uh, judging here. Right now, everybody's trying to get their jobs done. Showstopper, running out of time. Anything they can help with, how are your piping skills? And Noel, I'm known as a powerful piper. And everybody's very focused, trying to get it done. One minute left, uh, and then the time is up. Uh, uh, groaning, frowning. Tom's trying not to touch his thing. Uh, people throw, like, tossing their things. Not everybody's in a great mood. And then an outside shot. And then it's judgment time. Bring up your Sophie, go first. Uh, she brings hers up, as we said. Looks pretty good. Uh, she's kind of trying to fight off, smiling beautifully, neat. And uh, you didn't have to ice the whole thing. Flip, blocks look equal. Dice look good. Got to try it. Uh, they do zooming. Tom's reaction shot. Sophie, Lemon Bergman. It works. Uh, and it's a classic game. And a very, very good job. Tom frowns. I don't know why they did Tom's reactions there, but uh, Stephen says, well done. Oh, because Tom's next, I guess. Love your colors. Bright, terrific, neat. Uh, mixed spice board. They bite it. He's waiting. We see Stephen and Sophie's reactions. Tom's eyes. Uh, Christmassy and spicy. Too soft as a biscuit, Paul says, but overall design's fantastic. Then we go to Julia. Paul tilts his head. She breathes through her nose. Disappointing, Bruce says. Uh, biscuits are delicious, but not too much ginger. Texture's good. Then Yan. Uh, they show her. They show the board. They show Nolan Sandy. It's a broke, pizza broken off. Uh, it's just a bunch of biscuits with numbers on them. Lemony one's lovely, though. Biscuits overworked, rubbery. Matcha comes through. Then they go to James's carpet. Love the colors. They're my kind of colors. Bruce says, bang in your face. Love that. The cones almost worked, uh, but they're falling apart. And you got to play the game quick. Uh, Bruce says the texture's nice to eat. Uh, Paul likes the chocolate. Flavor's good. Game is a nice idea. And they say, Flo, do you have to do I have to bring it up? She jokes. And she presents Mr. Neverwell, not surprised. Uh, they all have a laugh. Uh, he is able to pick something up and take it out. Uh, looks striking, a bit messy. You made your fondant, uh, but you didn't have to. And uh, they take a bite of the biscuit. Everybody, Liam to flow reaction, and uh, the, the not a lot of difference between the two in flavor, but they're both crumbly, break easy, no chew to it. Uh, simplistic does the job. Then they show. Then uh, Kate says, "Well done, flow." She says, "I'm getting bin bag. I'm gonna bin bag my thing." Then Chris's sailing game, uh, compass works. So they're very impressed with the compass. He's got shots all around the thing. Rough and ready. 
colorful, which is good. Uh, landmark is rum and ginger. Scotland leaving England, they laugh. Uh, they take some bites. Uh, biscuits are burnt. Uh, flavors are okay. Most impressive thing is your compass. Uh, which, you know, he said, he said, that's not a strong suit. Uh, Flow laughs. Uh, Kate goes. And she said, yeah, I didn't get a time to finish uh, the decorations. Looks like a swamp. Uh, they take the lemon in paradise. Uh, not getting the grains of paradise. Can't taste them. It's a bit solid. Not going to be a huge pleasure eating this. They go, Tom, uh, Liam, Chris Flow reaction. Then Liam goes, looks a bit unfinished. Uh, but that's part of the thing. Uh, could have decorated a little bit more. The game pieces. Uh, then we get a bunch of reactions. Out. Just Kate, Chris, uh, Liam. Fantastic flavor. Lemon and, hundred, gin, lemon, honey, and ginger. Delicious. Uh, tricky to do, too. But, I mean, he got it looking like a chalkboard. Absolutely delicious. The cinnamon and cardamom. Crumbly melting. Like to see more decoration, but the biscuits are the star of the show. Then let's play some knots and crosses. Is it not? Oh, I guess zero knots and crosses. And he lets, or Paul let Liam win. I don't know. We see a shot of flow. His is really big, too. It's a chalkboard. He's like, dude, I'm going to tie one on tonight now that I'm safe. Uh, Steven needs help bringing his up because it's so well done. I mean, he's got a basically a, chess, a real working 3D chess set. And they take a look at it. It's like a piece of art. Uh, exceptional. They move the pieces around. Uh, it's got tops. Uh, very sublime, delicate tops. Uh, they start eating it. He gets worried. They show Sophie. They show Tom. They show Stephen. T- great tasting gingerbread. Fondant's uh, not too thick. Uh, they take some more bites of the board. They wait. Uh, hmm. Orange flavor's delicious. Uh, neat as a pin. Holy mackerel. Bruce has to sigh, sigh because she says it's so well done. And uh, Liam and Tom and Sophie all say, great. Stacy goes up. Uh, she uh, puts hers down. It's a made-up game called Get to School. Three boys, three players, because I got three boys. So neat, beautifully done. I like the school blazer. Piping is good. Uh, they take a bite of the blazer one. The chewy rubbery. Not much flavor. Then they bite the board. Uh, from an eating point of view, it's too much icing. So... She puts her hand over her face. We see Chris. We see Stacy. Paul's not done. Dry as a bone. Crumbles into nothing. We see flow. Flavor and texture is not so wonderful. She goes off. She's down. We see Kate and Flo are down. Chris takes a drink of water with Stacy. Yen's actually in the background talking to somebody. She's in a good mood, though. Table talk. We have four people. Uh, we cut them all into bits. Uh, Sandy loves the challenge. Incredible array of imagination and skill. Uh, Prune notes, Stephen, holy moly. Tom was a very picturesque. Uh, Sophie's as well. Taste of hers was divine. Chris was already in trouble. Never got close to finishing anything. Stacy's looked good, but biscuits were dry. Kate struggled. She didn't finish hers. Too ambitious. Uh, flow didn't go great. Uh, so not clean cut as you think. Uh, so we're going to have to have a conversation about who's going, but Star Baker should be easy. Paul takes a bite of Sandy. That was written in, it looks like. Uh, then with the sun setting, Bakers are sitting. Everybody comes out. Sandy, Noel, Paul. See Flo's face. See all the bakers. You see, they're getting ready to announce Star Baker. Sophie's reaction. She was close. Uh, then Stephen. 
then Tom, and then they say Stephen. Uh, he smiles, uh, but like a struggled smile, kind of like me. Uh, then Sandy's like, I gotta say who's leaving. We see Kate, we see Stacy's hands in her face, and she's breathing through her nose. Flo and Kate, uh, Flo again. And then they say Chris, and he says, What a surprise. Let's have a hug. And we get to the end of the episode hugging. And he's like, Yeah, I'm, I'm a bread baker, man. Pastries are my thing. So I didn't get a chance, but it was honor and a privilege. The sun's setting behind him. And Paul says, too bad. He's got fantastic ideas. Uh, well done, Stephen says. Uh, Liam says, yeah, gulp, uh, but he's happy. Kate's like, I got out of this one. Uh, a lot of relieved hugs. Uh, Sophie's disappointed. She didn't get Star Baker. Maybe next week. Uh, Noel kisses Stephen on the cheek. He hugs uh, Chris, who's leaving. Alien to me. I bull- oh, this is so beautiful. Uh, Stephen's commentary and, and so relatable. You know, he said, I can't get used to this feeling. It's alien to me. You know, I've been bu- I bullied myself so much, uh, and I'm finally getting praised. I don't know what to do with it. I- I've been there. Uh, and Flo said, I expected to leave. She gives Liam a huge super hug. Not getting rid of me that easy, she says. And with that, the episode ends. Uh, another enjoyable uh, trip off uh, to the b- baking off to bed. Uh, good night.